so this episode is not like other episodes little by little I am allowing myself to be who I am and not being ashamed about it little by little I am I'm celebrating and being proud of my little steps, my little accomplishments. Day by day, allowing myself to be loved and to be healed, rightfully. Allowing myself to cry and allowing myself to laugh. Allowing myself to love, even if I'm afraid to get hurt, but also allowing myself to be loved by those who I know love me. If you haven't seen the short film Gatekeeper by Jesse Reyes, I really recommend you watching it. Maybe that will give you an understanding, or it's maybe just a shorter version, (laughs) but this is my story. And I'm comfortable in sharing it now, only because it's been a couple years, and... It's helping me. Um, And not being afraid to talk about it. Because even though, yes, it's uncomfortable. um, I think it's very much necessary. And sometimes I don't know a lot of things that I hold in. You don't know who to tell it to. You don't know how to spill it. You can't just hold on to all these things. And here is a way that I can just say that and be okay, right? (laughs) That I know I won't be judged. And even if I am, we're always judged. So, first, I just want to advise you, this is not a comfortable subject. Um, This may not be for you. But like I said, if you're able to watch that short film, then please go ahead and listen. I'm just telling you. Through my lens, through my experiences, through my healing and process of what my mind has gone through, what certain experiences happen, how they affect you, 
mentally, physically, and spiritually. So if you're ready, I hope you can listen to me. And I want to thank you for listening, choosing to listen to my words. Because little do you know (laughs) how much courage it has taken me to, number one, even start this podcast. Just being out of my comfort zone. Doing things that I don't like doing. But I know when I do them, I'm glad I did it. Because more and more it shows me who I am. And more and more, it shows me who I'm capable of being. So thank you. So around three years ago, I know I was 20. I just remember because it was almost a couple months before my 21st birthday. And I had plans, big plans. In that time, I was living a completely different lifestyle. It's the most freedom I had ever felt. I was living in my truck. I was selling shrooms. I was smoking weed all the time, drinking. Well, actually, I wasn't even smoking that much. Like, at least compared to previous years, I was just smoking all day, every day. Honestly, it wasn't much, but I was into psychedelics, so I was taking shrooms every day while smoking, of course, and drinking. Always had to combine. Always had to have more. Always wanted more. Living in my truck in the city SeaTac area I was making it you know I always had enough to get myself a meal by selling shrooms but also because I had gotten myself into a situation, I guess. The enemy knows exactly what you want. And I wanted more. I was tired of working jobs that, you know, I didn't want to keep working on for the rest of my life. I was tired of that mindset. I wanted to live big. I had big dreams. You know, I was being confident again I felt confident in myself for what felt like in such a long time I was getting in shape again after having lost so much weight from doing hardcore drugs I was finally in shape you know I was actually looking good glowing I felt great the most healthy I have ever felt the most 
clear-minded I had ever felt. I got introduced to this man that makes a lot of money fast. So of course right away I wanted to jump on that. I'm like, you know, I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. I want to have a lot of money. I still had good desires because I wanted to help my family out. But it's because I wanted to live my dreams as well in music. You know, before that, I was really talking to people that were also creative and musically influenced. And I was trying to get with these people, you know, get get with people that had the same vision and dream that I had, which was music. Uh, I wanted to make music. I wanted to put out videos. I wanted to write. I wanted to sing. It's been my dream as a little child. I wanted to sing. I wanted to dance. to help everyone so through a guy and through another guy I ended up being able to get in contact with this guy and it all happened to fall at a perfect timing I left home I was tired of feeling like I was a burden to everyone to my family I didn't want them to be ashamed of me for all the troubles I had caused. I wanted to be out the way of everyone. And I'm like, I'm no good. I've done a lot of damage. It's best I leave, and I did. But I knew before that, like, I had a plan B. But I didn't know if it was going to work. As soon as I was out there... In the city is when I connected with this person, got in contact with this person, and it's just so crazy how you would do anything for your dreams, you know, no matter how much it cost, it would cost you, even if it was your life. I did not know what I was getting myself into. You know, I had an idea, but not at all what I had imagined what I was getting myself into. No idea. With this other guy that was around my age, we would meet up with this man but um yeah we would meet up with this man and what this um man would do the way we would work is he would need our card our debit cards he ran this thing of course with other guys, other people, connections, on getting money um, by doing check frauds. And 
you know, I, I didn't know how that worked. All I knew is that I do as he says and I get my, you know, my money. That's it. The first time we got in his car, I don't remember what I said. I don't know. But all I know is that whatever I had said, it had made him mad. And he had, uh, I was in the back seat with the other car that I was with. And he was in the front driving. And I remember he was just yelling at me. I don't, I don't remember for what, like I said. I just remember he, I was just in shock, honestly. I, I was like, what am I doing here? You know, the first thing I wanted to do was get out the car. But at the same time, I didn't. Like, I'm like, there's no way this is it. You know, like, part of me, yes, I wanted to be mad and like, you know, if this, whatever. But I was just so prideful. I was so, like, wanting to get my way. I'm like, uh-uh. The thing is, I think part of me was also scared. I was I was honestly scared. Because I knew he had a gun. I knew he had a gun. I knew that... By the way he presented himself, one, being in a nice fancy car, the way he dressed himself, and how he talked, I know he was, like, all about boss material and, like, money mindset, hustling, not caring, you know, who gets in the way. I know that this man was authoritative. And so, like, I had different emotions going on, but something just held me to just stay. And I remember, you know, I got my money or whatever towards the end of the day. And and the guy that I was with, I was looking at him the whole time because, like, he knew that I was upset or uncomfortable because I didn't think, you know, no one had told me anything of this. You know, I just got in and thinking that everything was so easy that life was so easy I would go on my day and my way like it was so easy you know that that I didn't care about consequences and you would think you know after that experience to just leave but I kept coming because I'm like, I knew I needed the money. I needed the money. I didn't want to go back. I wanted, again, to chase that dream. Like, I knew that if I had enough money, I could have my own place. I wouldn't need him anymore or whatever. I was just thinking about me. Everything about me. I remember probably like the second time we went out or whatever to do this money thing you know hitting different banks we were always driving around and get back like midday we would start off early in the morning and come back midday and 
I knew after he instructed me, you know, to go into the bank. Because that's the thing, like, doing these check frauds, you have to put on an act, you know, have no fear because clearly you're doing something illegal and those checks aren't yours. They have a different name, so you have to just match 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 the part no just a little bit what you work in and all that smile and I remember before I went into the bank you know he had um just looked at me up and down and kind of just fixed the way I was dressed Later that day, I noticed that he gave me more than the others. Because not just the guy that I was with, but there was other people that were, you know, working for him. And... I don't remember how we were by ourselves. And he would just talk to me. And mind you, like, this time, I am, I'm aware. You know, most people think that because you're doing drugs and all this stuff, like, when they hear drugs, they think you're, like, crazy and out of it. But no, like, I was aware. I was conscious. The thing is, I I was okay with it, you know? I was okay with the consequences. I was okay with being rebellious. I was okay with hurting other feelings other people's feelings <sighs> so when I had told him you know or he knew my situation that I was living in my truck cause I didn't tell him I wasn't sure how much to tell, right? Being cautious still. But of course, as we were talking more and more, um, you know right away when someone's looking at you differently. You know, he started being more kinder or whatever, paying for my stuff. You know, and I would just be like, why are you doing that? You know, I'm just working for you. Why? Why are you doing that? Like, you don't need to. And, you know, he would just, like, respond all, like, in an aggressive way. Like, you deserve it. <laughs> you need to be treated right. You shouldn't be the one to be paying whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, like, a man should pay for you. You know, putting in this, um, ideas in my head. And at the time, I thought it was good. Because, you know, deep inside of me, I, I longed for that. I longed for someone to just, 
notice me to really genuinely care about me to acknowledge that I'm worthy to make me feel special and I guess that's why I stayed with this person um because I saw one how he got his way you know he was a hustler he he was not scared of anything he was authoritative I saw how he people res, quote unquote respected him and again during this time I mean that I'm with him because as we got closer like I said or him helping me um, when he found out of course that I was living in my truck he would pay for my hotels or I would stay over at his place and I say this not because um But I just hope you don't take this the wrong way. That I'm simply telling you the way it is. And this might be something different to others. Other stories. Yeah, he would have sex with me. It was never forced. Right? It was never forced. He never asked. I never said no either and I liked it I liked it because at the time I was hurt I was hurt by my ex and I was just having sex with anybody not really I mean not having standards of course but again just giving it away I guess I didn't know what that part of me I didn't know what value held in intimacy you know we get things so mixed up because in reality my longing was intimacy But when you don't know that or have a concrete idea or experience, a concrete experience of having an intimate, respectful love, you go by what the world shows you in this physical way. And I liked it. I liked liked being touched. You know, I loved being rightfully again not just I don't know where you know you get that weird like no don't touch him touch me like that but I wanted to be held I wanted to feel safe I wanted to feel protected and that's what this man brought was that in a way he did protect me because I saw how you know other people obeyed him in a way 
how they listen, you know, just by the look of his eyes. He would take me out nice places. And I saw that, you know, they didn't question him because I was underage. So to me, it felt like I was, I was like, wow. I felt like I had a good resource, like a concrete resource. I'm like, this is everything I've ever wanted. It may not be him, but he had everything that I wanted. Because he had the influence around him. His younger brother made music, and so I would be around that music scene. Not a lot, but um, I got to, you know, have that little sneak peek. And his brother was pretty good as well for the industry um, and the rap game and all that. Um, They were good. I was like, wow, we're on a professional, you know, standard, like, yeah, he was really well. And and so he had all this influence and I wanted that, you know, because I wanted to make music. So I felt like if I stayed with him, like if I just stayed long enough with him, you know, I could be around that. I could eventually do my music, do that, hop on that career. You know, I, I was just thinking so... big and I didn't care about like what consequence would come what would happen to me I didn't see the dangers of anything (sighs) so every day you know was different I eventually just started staying with him I wasn't really doing much of the money thing with the debit card, but he did have my card. I I guess I stopped because eventually, you know, he was just taking care of me. So I didn't really need that. It's like if I needed the money, yeah, he would give it to me. If I needed something, I could just call him. He would come pick me up. And again, yeah. Of course, having sex. Had these ideas. I had my dreams. I remember even texting my mom, like, Ma, what's your dream? Like, what would you want the job to be? Like, I'll get it for you. Because in my head, you know, I'm like, well, me working with this guy, I'm able to have money. And then I'll be able to provide for my mom. Because I know by the rate that I was making just by being with this person. I knew that I could get it quick. Everything that I've ever wanted. waiting for like a big like what happened next well it never got far because I'm clearly in a different place 
I mean, you can't see me, but I'm in a whole different space. Whole different space. I never felt like I was going through pain during that time. Till afterwards. After I got in that car accident, I had to come back home. Felt like I had to start all over. Felt like I had to learn how to walk all over again. How to grow up again. How to do quote unquote normal things such as making your bed, doing laundry, taking a shower, remembering to eat. Relearning everything. I felt like a kid again. It's like I had just woken up from a the longest the longest sleep of my life waking up and so confused scared tired because I couldn't believe that what I had dreamt the nightmares questioning like wow this is real am I really here like really processing everything that I had been through in the last years you know in the last six years really um, processing everything that had happened Every conversation, every encounter, I couldn't believe where I was at. But at the same time, I believed it because I was a mess, I was a wreck. I had been, I had been hit. Spiritually, my body had been through so much sexually that it came with a lot of shame, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of hurt. All of that, of course, affected my mental. Confused, angry, angry, but most of all it affected my faith, it had almost taken away all of my faith. 
I didn't know what to do with myself. I thought I had passed all the different stages in life. I thought, how could there possibly be more? Forgive me for the long silence. But it's been a process. A process to um, forgive myself. You know, because of those, um, because of what I was doing, my credit sucks. I can't get a credit card tried so far you know having gotten in deep trouble like that because of um, just being negative you know three thousand four thousand dollars which I know a lot of people have been in debt before you know much more than that but I'm only just saying my my part. Um, this person still had my card. I was able to, you know, shut it down. I was angry. I was upset. Like I said, I had to. It's been a process of forgiving. Forgiving one another. And most importantly, forgiving myself. Forgiving myself. And just allowing God to help me move on. Like, I was having a conversation with someone, um, you know, as a kid, a kid's dream isn't, isn't like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be an alcoholic, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a drug addict, when I grow up, I want to be in jail. (laughs) No kid's dream is to be all these negative, worse things. A person dreads. I say all this because I never imagined, I never thought, never thought I would end up in the situations that I was.
never thought everybody likes and that's been hard lesson <laughs> to learn each day is number one I'm not who I was I am not who I was and I am not the person that everyone will like I am not someone that everyone will like not everybody will like me not everyone will accept me whole and that is okay That is okay, and I'm proud of myself to say that. That I'm not, I am not a lot of things that, that I allowed myself to accept. I accepted and received received so many harsh words from others most of them all for myself most of them came from me you know most of them came from me saying so many negative things about me always looking at what I don't have always looking at the flaws of myself I am not dumb I am not ugly so many things that people have cursed at me that I've had to remove and replace those words with what God says about me and what I say about myself what I say about myself is important because if I can't even accept myself love myself wholly nothing else around me will stick 
no other relationship will stick because I can't even be my own best friend. To love what God has created you to be. To love the person that God has created you to be. To love to love simply the creation that the creator has made you to be simply being part of his creation is an honor to say yes to myself to the name that he has called me, Kenya. Simple. He has called me to be Kenya. Unique person. Unique woman to do great things. To do great things. And I accept it. again I just want to say thank you for listening and I hope that you can accept your call too (laughs) it's so silly where our mind will take us over something so simple what fear does and can cause Don't let the call scare you. Ran for about 22, 21 years of my life. And I'm just starting to walk in that calling. To simply be me crazy huh don't be scared there are people that are counting on you that long that hunger for that someone to give them hope You are that person. You are that person that people want to be, people envy, that people are scared of because they don't see that in them in themselves. 
don't be afraid of what you carry. I hope this inspires you. <laughs> like the rest of my episodes. Do that thing that you've been putting off. And don't be afraid. You got this. <laughs>